I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Steph March. Thank you for listening. We are on every Saturday morning with you until 11. And we have a podcast now. So they take different snippets from the show and different content that we'll be producing throughout the week and putting it on the Weekly Dish podcast. So mm-hmm. you can find that on Podcast One or anywhere you find your podcast, really. Yeah. So that's all exciting. Um, at the beginning of Hour Two, we always do our favorite things of the week. It's the top two in Hour Two. Give me the old one. And now, the Weekly Dish presents Top 2, Top 2 The Top 2 Pick your best two In our two Alright, give me two with him One, two, one, two uh, Steph, go ahead and give us your first Okay, my first uh, top thing in a Top 2 in our two is the fact that Lunds and Barley's is having a BOGO week on pizzas Oh, that's <laughs> Frozen a good pizzas, thing to know BOGO Buy one, get one. And I got to tell you, this is your opportunity to go check out the Moochie's pizza. I picked out some of the Moochie's fra- frozen pizzas, which I have not seen in my lens before. Yeah, they were started in Kowalski's and I think yeah. they've expanded. Yeah, they're all over the place. So this was it's kind of a fun way also to do a little taste test on some stuff and find some things that you like, different flavors, because you get one for free. I don't know. I we just... did a frozen pizza taste test. And do you remember that we ended up, we did like California Pizza Kitchen, we did Totino's, we did, did we? Jack's. Yeah. We ended up on that Jack's pizza was like our favorite frozen pizza. I think we did not have Heggies in the mix. No, we did then. not. I remember that. And, now, and I do love a Heggies yeah, pizza. For me, wow. Heggies is kind of like one of those, but that's a, that's like a Super America pizza. That's a grab pizza for me because they're not at Lund's. They're not at the grocery store. So yeah. that is to me a very much a grab I'm hungry pizza versus like a Moochie's now that it's in the, you know, I, that would case. be something I would grab and like for planning for the weekend kind of a thing. Um, I would also tell you that Jack's, one of the things I love about the Norseman distillery, they have, uh, you know, they have food there at the distillery yep. and it's not like, you know, prepared super restauranty type food, but there is Jack's pizza. They will cook you a Jack's pizza and bring you out a caddy full of hot sauces. Oh, I like that. Like a Because that's how I like Jack's right. is with a good and hot they'll sauce. And they'll also put prosciutto on top. Okay. Yeah, I know. So that's one of my favorite little happy hours is at the Norseman Distillery. Okay, that's that. pretty funny. But so, Bogo at Lunds is what I wanted to tell you. So go get your frozen pizzas. All right. So I'm going to, first of all, give you a hospitalitarian shout out. We oh. like to recognize service in the really Twin do. Cities when we see it. Outside of restaurants, inside of restaurants, wherever we can find it. Um, I'd like to just call out the staff, actually, of First Avenue. I went to the Palace Theater last night and they, do, they run the joint there. Yep. And... You know, you're going to a concert. They're trying to get 5,000 people or 2,000 people in and out, and they're checking your bags. And just the way that they do it there, they're very respectful. They're very nice. I They actually have a guy, his name is Chili, Chili Dog, everybody called him, who's working sort of the floor once you get into the venue, like showing you where the bathrooms is, showing you where the bar is. And just like people, I watched about every 20th person hugged this guy. Yeah. Because he's always at the shows and they know him. And there's just something about that First Avenue community. And they all, you know, have tattoos and they're all in the music scene. So some of them look a little rough. But, man, do they 
really treat their guests with respect and it's a fun night and they are there to facilitate uh, your artist's experience and they just do such a good job. I love it. So First Avenue Hospitalitarians, thumbs up to you. Okay, that's great. Okay, so then my actual top two, Velvet Bee's Honey Butter. And here's a quick dessert for Mother's Day if you're looking for it because I just made this and it changed my life. Okay. You uh, whip up a mascarpone mm-hmm. and you make whipped cream. Mm-hmm. And then you take this Velvet Bee's Honey Butter. It is in near the cheese sections of most of your favorite grocery stores. We've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So you whip the honey butter into the mascarpone and then you fold in the whipped cream. Hmm. So you get this lemony, honey, light little mousse cup that's no cooking involved on your part Mm -hmm. with fresh berries. It's incredible. Wow. I just served it for dessert because I'd had a little sample where they were sampling it that way. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Everybody was like, what is this? What is this? Yeah, I have some that you gave me some velvet honey butter, but bees and it's sitting in my fridge and the boys came over and they were trying it. And they were just like, what is this? It's stuff? amazing. It's 20 calories a teaspoon. Yeah. So like right before I go to bed sometimes. That's your that's sweetener? My just that's your little sweet little treat? teaspoon. Yeah. And if you mix the mascarpone with the honey butter and then fold in the whipped cream, it's light, it's airy. What if you could put a little lemon curd there too? Oh, you totally could. That would I've done that too, seem actually. Real whip good. The whipped cream and then fold it into the lemon curd. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. We have a lot of lemon curd. Okay, good. I love it. Good rec. Um, my second one is kind of a Mother's Day thing as well, actually. It's the and it's the idea that you don't have to give mom something like flowers or brunch for Mother's Day. So I'm going to recommend that you give mom a ticket to the whole hog butchery class at Lowry Hill Meats. Wow. Because. Badass mom with yes. her butcher's knife. Well, and I mean, in the feed, I kind of put it as after years of breaking down filthy animals, which are your kids, you know what she needs? A little actualized animal breakdown. So why not, you know, give your mom something a little out of the box is really what I'm saying. It's something like, think about what maybe she, maybe she's always wanted to learn about wine. So then get her a wine class, like go to, you know, France 44 is teaching an art and science of taste class. Cool. And that's something that they, you know, you kind of plunk down 35 bucks and you kind of learn about what acidity means and what tannins are and sure. all these kind of things. I'm just saying, think a little bit about mom as a human, as a, you know, as a person in the world and less about as your mom for a change. All right. That's my choice. What's your, do you have another one for top I two? I am going to move into something special with you, Stephanie March. Oh, you don't really like candy too much. You're not a real sweet person. <laughs> but I You're feel like... You're kind of tart. Well, I feel like you need to know that there is a M&M competition going on right now where oh. you can vote online oh. for some new flavors, and then they will pick whichever flavor wins, and that will be what's on store shelves. So we have the raspberry M&M. Blech. We have the crunchy espresso. Oh. And we have the crunchy mint. And for good measure, I did bring, have you ever had a coffee nut M&M? No. Oh, wow. Because they're so good. It's so, like a mocha right. or what? I'm going to just, okay. Coffee so nut? we're going to just open up these little share size packages so that you can vote. Um, okay. I have to keep You're them separate. To, yeah. Okay. Okay. So first I want you to try the raspberry. Okay. I'm going to give her two of the little pebbles because I want her to get the flavor. Oh, they're not really like M&M's. They're like Sixlets. Okay. Do you remember Sixlets? Yeah. Where they're, are they chocolatey? Are they yeah. airy? They're chocolatey and airy. Like they're basically, yeah, Sixlets were those little teeny things that came in the sleeves. I love Sixlets. Yeah, that's but what they But then they ruined like them because they started putting weird fake chocolate in them. Yeah. Originally, they were kind of a different chocolate. Yeah. 
I mean, raspberry flavor. So there's, I thought it was going to be chocolate in there. So this is basically like a, a crispy rice center. You know, like, or it's got a it's chocolate malt. shell. Oh, malt. It's a malted, it's like a malted milk ball. Okay, but it tastes like raspberry. And you're liking it kind of. I'm okay with it. Okay, here is the crunchy espresso one. Okay. Again, it's a two biter. I'm going to do the raspberry. Oh. I mean, that's gross. You know, I don't know. It's kind of. I can't believe you ate two of those raspberries. Good for you. Well, I'm trying hard. The raspberry one tastes like artificial flavor. They all do, dude. Really? Yeah. Even the coffee There's one? nothing real about any of this, by the okay, way. Okay, let's do the mint. Okay. Because we have to log our vote, so we need to figure out. Ooh, I like the colors of the mint. They're all green. And I do like mint. <laughs> You're an easy. Here's a crunchy espresso. Well, the mint tastes like thin mints, so I'm down with the mint. Mm, and the crunchy espresso was good. I, to me, it tasted like fakey espresso. Mm, I kind of liked it. Okay. But I like the mint. Mint. I, I have a mint thing. I Me too. Like I eat those those Love Swedish mint. mints, you know, that you can, the pink, the pale ones, pink and light blue and, and that you get in the bulk bins. You know about those, those creamy Swedish mints? Yes. Yeah. That are weird, like powdery kind Love of. Love them. I like those too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think the mints. So if you had to vote. I would vote mint. All right. I might, I think I did, I'd vote mint too, because you're used to that weird mint flavoring. Well, because, yeah, we all eat thin you mints. Eat mint. It tastes That's like right. an Andy's mint. Maybe I'm just socialized at this okay. point now. Then these, I have high hopes for. These are not in the voting contest, but these are the coffee nut M&Ms. You've had these? You know these? I have. Oh, these are actual M&Ms. Yep. Coffee nut M&Ms. Oh, there is like a nut in there. Yeah. All right. I like that. I mean, Can I good. be honest? I am just a pure M&M girl. If I'm going to eat not M&Ms. Not peanut? No. Mm. No. If Maybe. you like coffee, these coffee nuts. It's nut subtle. It's a subtle coffee. M&Ms I will great. say that because it's like it's like that other that other coffee mocha thing or whatever. The crunchy espresso. Yeah, that was overly done. But this is a very subtle thing. Like my kid would maybe eat one of those and not realize it was a coffee thing. Right. Um, I if, Have you had the caramel ones too? Because I was going to bring those in, but then they were in the bag. And you ate them? I opened them, mm. and then the night went on, and and then 380 calories later, because oh I ate the entire bag, I, and I had a stomach ache the whole night. Do you, are you like... <laughs> <laughs> I just sat there. Did you, but that's the thing about M&M's, like, you put them in a big bowl, and all of a sudden you're just like... That's a trap. I know. If I, like, I don't get, I don't buy candy, because... Yeah, neither. I will eat it. So this package of M&M's, like, I can't bring these home. Really? No, I do not have that kind of willpower. And my husband is the worst. Like, literally, our house is full of saltines, yeah. goat cheese, some nuts, and about 12 bags of dust to granola, and then meals. Because right. we just, we're not trustworthy snack people. That's it? If Like, I'm at my sister's house right now. I mean, oh, the bags of candy and chips and treats and... I was trying to fast and I was like, this is not helpful. No, no, I know. I know. We just never have. I know that there's been, you know, Matt used to say he would always, the reason that he would go hang out at his friend's house is because there was actual food yes, there. And when he says actual food, he meant junk food. Yeah. The actual food is not, I'm not the prepared not, meals. I'm not like, you know, like I don't have any major, I mean, I'm not making like this massive you just ethical don't buy stand. It. it just, I don't have a craving for yeah. it. All right. Well, there we go. Okay. Uh, the top two, an hour two, and the weekly dish M&M taste, taste test. test and crunchy mint.
wins our vote, you can go ahead and vote. We'll put a link on our Facebook page and our show page, and you Good. can vote online. <laughs> she had just I had just to throw one out. By accident. <laughs> We're going to come back and talk Cinco de Mayo. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are so happy you could join us on this Saturday. And again, if you guys missed any of our amazingly intelligent content that we've provided this morning, you can find it on mytalk1071.com and on the podcast. Yeah, if you missed which was the best M&M in the raspberry, mint, or chocolate espresso challenge, I just said espresso. You did, and I... I know, and I I caught myself. I need to spray you with a water bottle. I caught myself. I just... Espresso. What was the M&M that won? The winning M&M was mint. Mint. Uh, I would assume. It's the like a thin mint thing. People disgusting. have a thing with it. It I, was And disgusting. when I say people, I mean us. <laughs> so that's that. That voice. <laughs> that voice. Who is that voice? <laughs> that voice. And we are being joined by Leslie Miller of, what's your wine company called, Leslie? Amuse. Amuse. Yes. I was just going to, I'm not going to say it. And Sip Better. And Sip Better, which is the new company as of 2017, which is a national wine club. I mean... I know. Why, like you just got bored and you were like, let's do something else. Well, I don't know. 2018 also has some pretty big plans in it. Really? Pretty big plans. Can you oh. talk about them? I can't. I cannot. Okay. Teaser. <laughs> teaser, teaser. I'm sure you'll check in with your weekly dish folks first. Your favorite radio show. I will show. let you know. I know. Well, we are so glad that you are here in studio with us today. You have a very cool thing happening. And I love this dinner. That This is your third year of having... Women in Wine dinner. Yes. Tell us about that. Well, you know, we're surrounded by these amazing ladies in the industry. Um, whether, you know, we just sort of use each other as an amazing community um, for support and um, education, you name it. I just, you know, I thought, gosh, we need to put a, together an event that really showcases these women in an event mm-hmm. that have really been in the industry for a very long time. Um, you know, so I can even start with my friend Annette Peters, yeah. right? I mean, if you talk about sort of matriarchs in this or like Judy Britt, mm-hmm. women like that, that were really part of this forefront of kind of creating um, space just for women to be sort of lady bosses in the industry. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, my gosh, I need to get all these women together and then put together a dinner that was all coursed and then have each lady um, pair a wine that was very memorable for them mm-hmm. and then get up in front of everybody and tell their story as to how they got into the industry, um, where they are now, where they started, because I think it's super inspiring. I have so many emails a week for you know folks just wanting to get in the industry. Yeah. And people always just say, well, how do you start? Right. Right. So this was yeah. a good space to kind of showcase ladies. And then I had um, some distributor and supplier friends that reached out to me because they had heard about the event from California to Chicago saying, can we be a part of that? Oh, fun. Yeah. 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 So really, really cool. I'm, I always get goosebumps. Um, I have to tell you, people leave crying. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, <laughs> oh, those personal stories are inspired moving. crying. Yes. Not sad crying. No, just like all, you know, go girl, girl go. power yeah. and all the stuff. Now yeah. this is happening on Tuesday, Tuesday, May 8th at the Cambria Center. Yep. At the Cambria Gallery, Gallery. on 7th. Okay. Yep. In and Minneapolis. I do, yep. And I do a lot of events there. It's a beautiful space. And then I'm using my catering team, Create Catering. Yep. I use them for almost everything. They're do you amazing. Really? I do. That's yeah. Corey. It's Corey and Meyer and yeah. Mickey Desiree. and Philip Dorart and Desiree. Yeah. yeah. They're so amazing. So they create um, a different course. And then basically I just send this menu out to the ladies and I assign them courses 
and then they pick, you know, that's the other really fun thing, yeah. too. <clears throat> I like the idea of of having there be this sort of out-of-the-box thought, you know, yes. of saying, so if you're making, if there's like a chicken liver dish, what wine would you pair with that? And sort right. of thinking about everything from your past, and it still is personal. It's not like yeah. this wine always goes with chicken liver. You right. know, there's just this beautiful sort of sense of, of your personal filter with wine that it I love. It is. And I asked, actually, Desiree from Create to be a part of it. Oh, good. This year. So as a chef, I think it'll be really fun for her to kind of tie all that in yeah. and talk about inspiration in the way of, you know, female culinary <clears throat> artistry. I yeah. mean, she just also has amazing history. So it's just really fun because everybody gets up and there's almost like a little bit of a battle between the courses because everybody is we're all so competitive. There's seven yeah. of us at this event. Yeah. You know, seven hand-selected boutique wines paired with five specialty crafted courses with appetizers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. six o'clock appetizers. Um, we actually ended up with nine wines. Wow. So we ended up with nine wines because we had two of the suppliers say, can we show can extra we? wines? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, and it's great. Then we sit down at 630 and we start to enjoy the courses um, I just think it's such a great price point too. Seventy five bucks. This is a good gift for your inclusive. mom. Yeah, yeah, it's all inclusive. Give it to her early. Be like, mom, we're taking you on this tonight. Yeah. We're going yeah. out. Yeah. So I also thought I would share a little discount code with your listeners. Oh, oh great! Today. Nice. We love that. Yeah. So um, the discount code is Lady Love. Lady Love. And it Lady entitles love. you to fifteen dollars off. Wow. Of your ticket price. Um, so and that brings us down to 60 bucks 60 for bucks. nine wines, five specialty <laughs> created courses. Wow. And two Dinner, appetizers. snacks. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. And a really great night. I mean, yeah. that's 60 bucks yeah. is kind of nuts how crazy that is. It's, it's really crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, um, yeah, it just makes for a really, really fun night. And like I said, you share these stories and then everybody just leaves the event supercharged. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Now tell us a little bit about your new company. Tell us what this na- this wine club is all about. Okay, so Sip Better basically came out of Amuse because I, you know, I do events and corporate events and write teach talk all over. And people say, well, how do we get these wines in our house? We want to have them in our homes. And I say, okay, well, you can go to all these retail stores. I've been doing that for years. And then people say, well, I really just want them delivered to me. Well, can you pick wines for my palate? Because over time, what the really great thing about coming to a lot of our classes is that I'm always going to show you something different. If you say I like Pinot Noir, I could introduce you to 10 other grapes that I think you'd really dig. Yeah. So it's just kind of a new way to, I literally pick wine for your specific palate. And it's a club that comes to you every other month. It's three bottles. The average price is $51. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all hand boutique. Um, I only support small family wineries, communities, no factory wines. It's not relabeled bulk juice. There's a lot of those wine clubs out there. It's real, it's real wine made by real people. I love that. Wow. Yeah. It's so that's that, a great Mother's that's Day. That's a great idea Mother's too. Day membership too. Yeah. Seriously. I think yeah. that that's something about people. They are still, it's so funny how much the drinks industry has really evolved and how Huge. wine, but how beer and, and the liquor distillery thing, how people become so aware of stuff. Yeah. They still stand in front of a wine they do. aisle and feel Verklempt, like a little bit, you know, like, oh, my God, I'm so intimidated. I don't know what any of this means. I don't understand. I don't know what to do. Right. It's different. I don't know why that is so different. 
Well, there's a lot of labels to look at. That's true. You know, right? And sometimes the wine industry, I'd say in the past, it, you know, it was sort of meant to be a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. Well, also because there's like different, those labels, even though yeah. you pick a 2015, if there's a 2017, you're like, well, I don't, is that, should I? A good year. That's, they're yeah. totally different. <laughs> right. You know, that's the scary part. Leslie, yeah. as long as we have you here, will you recommend a wine that might be a good table wine for brunch for Mother's Day or and a sparkling too? So two. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, on sipbetter.com, we have a Mother's Day gift box. Um, So if you go to the shop page, I have some really awesome wines. I have like five wines there. One of them is this delicious, I call it my unicorn right now, but it's a a sparkling Pinot Noir from Penedes, Spain. Um, I want to say it's maybe $14.00. Oh, it's baller. Yeah, it is such a killer bottle of wine. The other thing, too, is that you generally don't drink Pinot Noir sparkling. Yeah, from Spain I know. That's from, such yeah, an interesting Cava expression. Area. Right. Yeah. So it's just really beautiful because it's juicy. It goes with yeah. everybody from grandma to, you know, grandma to grouch grouch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always one grouch there's in the family. That's true. It really is. It's awesome. It's really delicious, and it goes with pretty much everything on the brunch table. So if you're doing, you know, bacon, eggs to pancakes, it's a it works. And yeah. so you can get that on sipbetter.com? Sipbetter.com. Go to the shop page. Right under there, there's a Mother's Day gift box. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All Thank right, so you. tickets are still available for the dinner. Yes. And we're going to put a link up for that and yep. also share the code. Remember, we're giving love. giving us $15 off a ticket. Yeah. And then we're going to show you how to get your stuff on sipbetter.com. So Yay. awesome. Thank you. Thanks for being here, Les. Thanks. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. That was such good information. I would totally love to go to that dinner if I didn't have stuff going on. Don't forget, you guys, there is a Lady Love $15 off code if you want to go to Leslie Miller's Women of Wine dinner, which is kind of awesome. And why wouldn't you? And the sparkling Pinot Padinas from Spain. Yeah, I didn't. I'm going to get that. You're going to get on on the Weekly Dish. Sipbetter.com is where you can get it. Yes. So. I love that. So, okay, it's time to talk about the events of the day because hopefully you're trying to either you know that you're going to go Cinco or you know you're going to go Derby. Because I'm going to say, if you're going to a Derby party, you better have a hat. Because you're going to feel weird if you don't. You guys, my sister and her husband won like an incentive trip to go to the Derby. They are literally right at the finish line. The drama of the outfits that she like for weeks has been working on and... She ended up with this giant blue hat and this hot pink dress. And when she sent me a picture, we were laughing because she looked like a grandma. Oh. <laughs> Hats can either be like super stylish or you look like you're wearing a costume. And I think she they always look like especially these hats are very costumey. But like they can be so over the top. They're fun almost like hers looked like she just looked funny. I'm not going to lie. We laughed. Yeah. She was like, I feel like I would. I like she's like, I am never wear this again in my life. But. <laughs> The yesterday was the it's the day of the roses. So there's two days of racing out there. Okay. And she said they started drinking at nine thirty in the morning till ten o'clock at night. She said it was just a blast. And today is another day. I know. How do you not nap in the middle of the day when that happens? I said you can always just sneak into the restroom and just like put your head down into your hands. Yeah. Just like for twenty. Minutes? Yeah. Just have you ever done that? Just no. slept in a public bathroom? No, no, no. I have. Wow. Uh, I think I just leave. I think when I'm done, I just leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the kind of, you've been bust in though. Yeah. I mean. That's true. That is harder. Did you know that Churchill Downs is a publicly traded company? No. And their stock is up like 280% over the last five years. It's crazy. Weird. 
Okay. I will I'm say that the derby thing is so it has never. I mean, I think the derby thing in town has been something recent. Uh, we have not. When we were in our twenties, nobody was dressing up into derby wear and going no. out to parties. But now, I will tell you. Last year, I remember driving from St. Paul. I remember I went after the show to go see something, and I came back and. It was uh, all these packs of young kids dressed to the nines in their preppiness and their hats and their dresses and everything else. They were all going out to parties. There's a giant party and there's still tickets available for the University Club in St. Paul, which is a private club, but they open it up for this derby party. Yes. So if you've got that Jaime's haberdashery clothing. Yes. And, and they've got a popcorn ball bar. They've got poolside croquet. They are doing um, a hat contest for best dressed gal and gent. I mean, the croquet league there is legit too. Is so it really? if you are someone that wants to play croquet this summer, St. Paul um, University Club has a croquet league. It is all ages, like young people, like 20s, and all the way up to like people that have been members of the club forever. Yes. They, it's legit. Like there's hundreds of people that play croquet out there and they have just a blast. Uh, by the way, Derby Party at Canterbury Park as well, mm-hmm. which will have racing. Um, or they don't have uh, they'll wait, simulcast. Yeah, they'll simulcast. So, but they have it. They do, and it is a family friendly event out there. I mean, they have a yeah, lot of you. Could, there's like a playground for your kids. Yeah. So while you're gambling and, and they, filling out your stuff, your yeah. kids can hang out. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Brits, of course, having a huge derby party up on the Brett on the uh, lawn, and they last year they had uh, fifteen hundred people there. Wow, it's not a small thing. <laughs> <laughs> they have a bluegrass band playing, and they've got a cigar thing and a well you know photo wall there they do it up like that's that sounds that's so a fun. fun place i i think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about betty dangers because they do they have their fourth annual kentucky derbatant is what they call it and this is i mean like they do it up at betty dangers because of course they're the fake country club yep but they also have a mexican menu so you can drink all the margaritas you want from cinco de mayo so if you're gonna have a mashup of cinco and derby it might be there there and there's also there's actually a few places that are doing the mashups today uh dalton and wade is also having a uh mashup party up on their rooftop they're doing um cinco i didn't de mayo. know they had a rooftop they do it's a pre- it's part of the building's amenities you know so it's yep. not you have to book it or and it has to be a T3 special building event. Yep. yeah but they're doing pinatas and margaritas and then and also bourbon tastings, craft cocktails, and fun, you know, rooftop fun stuff like that. Um, there are a few other. What was the other? Oh, El Burrito, uh, of course, has their patio open, and they've well, got the whole their, dink, the whole District yes. del Sol. If we're talking Cinco de Mayo, you know, if you want to talk about, I mean, the District del Sol has been doing this since 1982. Can I just do something that I have to do out loud because it won't stop until I do it? Oh, okay. Do 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 do. Oh, do you? Do 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 do. You have an earworm in your head. Do 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 tequila. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Had to get that off my chest. All right. Well, we're here for you. There is there is a ton of great stuff happening down on the west side of St. Paul. I mean, all the businesses down there go crazy. They have a ton of stages. They do the car show, which I love. You know, the tricked out car show. They have demo stages. There's going to be doing elaborate hair and makeup and tequila tutorials. (gasps) Tutorials. I know. There's a lot of fun stuff. 
There's a lot of great stuff. And I mean, I feel like if you want to really celebrate the day, that's the place you should go and really kind of seep yourself in the culture. So that's an authentic experience. Yeah, yeah. They'll have the low rider cars and yeah. the bikes. All the fun stuff. Um, but if you want to go, there's also uh, Pajarito is a fun place. We were just talking with Leslie about that. You know, those guys on West 7th, they do a great Mexican menu and lots of fun stuff. They are partnered up. They brought in a bunch of neighbors into their parking lot. They're doing bad weather, you know, brewing, indeed brewing and sweet science ice cream. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see some ice cream tacos from Ashley Olds and they're all going to be in the parking lot and it's just going to be a really great fun there and if you look at their Instagram or their social pages they're uh they're smoking a whole bunch of someone was good asking meat. me like what if we go to the pajarito like 10 thing what can we I'm like pork pork he's they're yeah. the masters yeah it's just going to be a beautifully smoked Cochinita Pibil and all that stuff. And actually, Jorge Guzman right now is at Lowry Hill Meats, also cooking up stuff in their back parking lot. Can you say what a uh, Pibil is so people know? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, other than... That's it's... the second no I've gotten this show. What was the other one? Uh, I don't know, but just no. <laughs> well, Cochinita Pibil is basically, a, it's a barbecued pork. You know, it's sort of Yucatan style. That's why... Jorge's really good at it. They did it where they buried it in the earth and smoked it when at a party I was at once. Yeah. And that was amazing. But it's supposed to be sort of uh, barbecued. So it has like that sweet sort of uh, earthy stuff, like oranges and chilies. And yeah. it has this really sort of, I want to say like beachy barbecue. Like when yep. I think barbecue, I think like Texas in the South. This is more beachy barbecue. Um but yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah, it basically, it's the traditional way is you buried in the ground in a hole with uh, stones, hot stones lining it. Yep. And then they just bury it. Yum. And then it just slowly cooks. But he's doing it, I think, on a smoker today. The funny sure. thing about Cinco de Mayo yeah. is that it's not really the Mexican Independence Day. No, it's it never is. It's a fake day. It's, a, it's an American <laughs> holiday, which yes. is sort of funny that we all have this weird thing of this. I will tell you that I will be out at Baja House which is out uh, in Wyzetta area, you guys. They're doing a huge day of tacos and tunes. They're more of like an Americanized, like California cuisine kind of idea. So they're just sort of celebrating spring and fun and all this stuff. They are having a chili eating contest, chili pepper eating contest. Okay, last time... You guys ate those Pocky chips. Yeah. And, and died uh, and puked. Heather Manley pulled over to the side of the road and yeah. barfed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were like. I'm not eating. I'm emceeing. Okay. So let's be clear. You come out and witness the pain and I will talk about you on a microphone or <laughs> and make fun of you if you want to do that. But that's Which ones be are they going to be eating? I don't know for sure, but I know it goes. I mean, like I think in these kind of chili pepper contests, you start with, you know, you start with the easy ones. Maybe a maybe a jalapeno, and then you move to habanero, habanero, serrano, ghost. Yeah, and then ghost, and then I guess the Carolina Reaper is the hottest you can get right now. Although, unless there's somebody, you know, has found. I know that the, people will call and say that the hottest pepper is actually the Scoville the, ratio. Eating is like is a seven we, million. Yeah, so rank. I don't know, but that'll be kind of fun to do. Um, you know, and the, there's a lot of other places. I did want to call out uh, the fact that brick and mortar which is a normally a private club mm-hmm. and they are doing a double party today they're doing a derby de mayo and so they have a live brass band they have a cigar bar they have little mini horses <laughs> for the derby side of things um a catering from soul bowl which i love those guys yeah and then you exchange your mint julep for a margarita at about 5 p.m and they're gonna have 
you know, pinatas and a and like a uh, that makes my stomach salsa hurt. DJ and all that kind of. I stuff. I just visually like the glass. Like here's my copper mug from my mint julep, and can you now turn it into a margarita cup? Yep, sounds fun. I sounds know. like really Danger. fun sounds for when I was 21. Quite dangerous, <laughs> I would think so. Uh, there's also Fire Lake Grillhouse is also doing Cinco de Derby cocktails uh, just for cocktails. They're going to feature. Patron, Barrel Age, Añejo, or Maker's Mark Mint Juleps. They're doing a little party at the Mall of America. Um, I think this is a good time to just remind you, too, that if you are cooking tacos at home, there is that amazing paleo tortilla that you can make that Stephanie Meyer has oh, a cassava, recipe for. Yes. I think? No, it's the, um, what are the bananas called? The plantains? The, it's the plantains. Oh. It's just plantain and a neutral, low-tasting oil. Yeah. And like you an just MCT blend oil. that up. Huh. And then you make your tortillas. Yeah. Have you ever done not done mm-hmm. this? Oh, Steph. It's it was life changing when I figured out I could do this. Yeah. They're easy to make. You like put them on a silpat and make them into rounds. And they're like this very pliable, tasty tortilla. It's the same texture. And it has this sort of banana-y, smelly. So when you get that taco and you bring all that up to your face. You love it. It just, yeah, it really feels like you're eating in an island. It's great. Ooh, I like that. That's um, a lot of fun. Yeah, so I should put a link up to that. Yeah. All right, you guys. So if you have any other questions, I did. I do have two links up to the MSP Mag. We rounded up a bunch of different you know, der- derby parties and Cinco celebrations, so we'll put those on the show page for you. And we were going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to round it all up for you. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. I love this song. Do you? Yes, and I she I like her. I don't know why, but I do. It's Halsey. She was on Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago in this bright yellow feathery coat. She looked like a super cool big bird. Oh. <laughs> oh, Hope is laughing. Our producer, did you see it? I didn't see that, but I love her. I've seen her in concert. She just looked great. Yeah, yeah. she used to tour with the Chainsmokers, I think. Yes. I, just, I think I should let you know that my son is calling now. So we've made oh, that. We've hit the double hi, the double basket there on yeah. both kids calling during the show. Um, hey, I wanted to give you a shout out. By the way, one of the other derby places that I forgot about that I wanted to make a call out to was at Birches on the Lake, which is out you know in Long Lake, kind of by us. And um, they're doing uh, a costume contest, but you know, judged by Sarah Rogers is going to be out there from the Mall of oh, America. I love Sarah Richard Rogers. Moody and my own Jane Hogan Olson from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. That's the swanky party of those three are uh, out there. Yes, I know. There's so they're serious about it. Um, there's live music from the High Forty Eights, drink specials, and lots of fun. I mean that that place can get kind of nutty if you're looking in the wee subs and you don't want to head downtown. That is a good place to stop. Steph, a question just came in that it just came into my phone um, that I think you might. I'd have an answer to where would you go for avocado toast? I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> what not, is wrong no, with I'm, you? I guess I'm crabby today. I'm not crabby today. But these are just weird questions. No, I'm just kidding. I just honestly, I wouldn't go anywhere for avocado toast. I would. Would you? Of course. What's wrong with avocado toast? No, no, no. Just toast and salt and an avocado. Let me make this perfect. You'd make it at home. Let me make this perfectly clear. I. When I was pregnant, all I did was eat, and this was 15 years ago before it was cool, all I ate was avocado toast. So I just make avocado toast. It's weird for me. It's like the same thing as I don't go out to eat like a bagel or like an, you know, like an over easy egg on a piece of toast. If I'm You'll going, make that at home. Yeah. So if I'm going out, I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm saying avocado toast for me is something that I make as a daily breakfast or as a, a snack. So I wouldn't pay a restaurant to, for a $12 avocado toast. That's I, all I'm saying. If you were going to go, 
Because I would go to Restaurant Alma, and I don't know if they have specific avocado toast, but they have tartines. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't. Which that's, are like, I guess that's part of the problem. Is I don't know where I would go to for avocados because I don't. If it's on a menu, I don't really look at it. I will say Grand Cafe had one. You know that was a lovely rendition with crab, and you could put lobster on it too, yum. and that was beautiful. I'm not saying I'm like I'm for avocado toast. I'm just saying I don't ever order it. Um, we'll we'll find out. We'll get a more. Off. This is a blog post waiting to happen. Where can we find avocado? Toast? Well, it's weird because it has been a, it has been a popular thing, you know, and it's it's a zeitgeisty thing. It's very popular, trending on the, in LA and that area. Well, but they have avocados all the time. Well, they have it's it's popular here, but it's just that it goes up and down, and then when the cost of avocados goes through the roof, like it is, I don't know, have you noticed they're a dollar ninety nine, two dollar yeah. avocados, where it used to be like three for you know you could get them yep, for seventy nine. I did cents. notice that actually. So and that has a lot to do with you know they don't there's people who are not. I don't know about the migration workers and all the deal with the whole, I don't want to speak politically out of step, but there's a lot to do with that. There's reasons, political reasons behind it. Um, But I will say that. So because of that, it, it is disappearing off menus because you can't really charge $15 for avocados and bread. Right. And have people be, but that's, kind of the metric that it may cost. Yep. So it's a weird moment. I mean, avocado toast is great and, and popular. You can find it in places, but they often put it on and then take it off too. the menu. Look how many feelings you just had about I know, that was because well, you kind of got at me and I was like, no, wait, I have, this is not what it seems. I'm not like ripping on millennials and telling them they can't buy houses because they can only eat avocado toast. That's not me. Right. That's not me. Um. Right. So, uh, other things going on, just to checking in with, oh, I just closed that tab, uh, with this weekend, besides the fact of, we did talk about that the Mill City Farmer's Market was open, but yep. it's also important to know that most of the farmer's markets yes. are all open. And so that's kind of a lovely thing that the the downtown Minneapolis market is open, the St. Paul. Paul. A lot of the satellite St. Paul's are open, but some of them aren't. I know White Bear Lake is not opening until, I think, next week. The uh, Midtown Farmer's Market is having a food truck fest today to celebrate their opening market day, which is lovely. But the Northeast Market, the Richfield, Fulton, Kingfield, and Linden Hills markets are all opening on the 20th, the weekend of the 19th and 20th. All right. So we've got a couple of weeks for that. Another uh, question came in. Do you mind if I answer it here? No, go ahead. Uh, This is from Erica. She said, I think I heard you mention a spritz or a spray that can be used in drinks to add flavor, but I missed the name. Google only gives me ocean spray drinks, which is funny. Wait, what is it? It's uh, not a spritz nor a spray. It's a uh, tincture or a bitters. Okay. So it's an eyedropper. It <laughs> was what you would do. And you would line your glass. You'd throw your bitters in and you'd roll it around in your glass. So it kind of gets on the side. Yeah. And this isn't going to give you flavor per se in the way you're thinking of flavor. It's more of like an essence. It's a smell. There will be a subtle flavor. Mm-hmm. But it isn't going to like replace all your flavoring. It's just going to give you another note to some of these simpler non-sugary drinks. Yes, absolutely. Because really, you know, that's what you're looking for. When you're sipping something, you're kind of you're looking for that complexity. Otherwise, you get bored. You know what? I am sipping a lot. What? And I never did this until like a year ago. Ciders. Yeah. And I'm drinking them on ice, which for me... Like, I can have one pint of cider on ice. It actually is like a pint and a half because they usually put it on ice and then give me the extra. Right. And that is like, while my husband's having two IPAs, like, I can get through that one cider. It's just the perfect amount of, like, fresh and effervescent and quenching. 
I just, I'm really enjoy, digging on the cider. Do you have a specific cider that you're loving? I like sociable cider yeah. when I'm out. I do like those scrumpies. <laughs> Sweetland Orchards. Yeah, the rhubarb scrumpy. Yeah. Well, Cider Week is coming up in June. So is maybe, it? yeah. So Let's maybe have you some should, folks on. Yeah. I think we'll get Gretchen up here to talk about stuff on from Sweetland. Yeah. She's, she's going to come and fabulous. be on the uh, Makers of Minnesota podcast, by oh, the way, that we release a new podcast every Monday. Excellent. The last podcast we did was this invention that if you are a big breasted woman, I'm just going to tell you, it's this like little clip that clips between your bra and like holds your boobs kind of just together and gives you more support. It sounds like such a simple thing, but it is amazing. Hmm. I gave it to a friend of mine. She's like, I can't believe how great that is. Wow. Just like the confidence it gives her, like the not so bouncy around. She just, she's like in love with it. Cool. Yeah. Bra bridge. Uh, I will tell you some seasonals that are open also yeah. as well. Letting you know Sandcastle on oh, Nokomis is open. Is Doug and Amy have opened their uh, oh, it's beautiful place. I know. Peppermint Twist out in Delano yes. again for the Wee Subbers. That is yet. a lot of fun. Um, Lola's on the Lake is not L- Lola's Lakeside. Lola's on the Lake which is kind of confusing, is the place that has taken over the tin fish in Calhoun. Yes. And that is, I think it's open on tomorrow, formally. I know that they've been doing like pop-ups, but that's a lot of barbecue and wings and really good Southern cooking. Yum. So that should be pretty fun. Um, Also, I don't know if you saw, did you get out to the Mall of America to preview that food to the, at the, the new Mall of America movies? No. Thing? It was pretty cool. I got to be honest with you. I was pretty impressed by it. So if you want to check out the food, it's all scratch made. Really? It is. It's scratch made there. I kind of expected you to be cynical about that. I know. So cool. They make it all in the kitchen. All right, gang. Well, I hope you have a, like a killer weekend. Yes. And a great Saturday and enjoy all the fun things are to do in the Twin Cities. Thanks to Red Cow and Red Rabbit for presenting the show today. You can check them out if you're finding needing a place for brunch.